can't really wrap my mind around a, a bardic turtle. We're going to have to carry her everywhere. You can be an elephant person. <laughs> um, I mean, it depends on, you know, we're like a minotaur. You can be an actual minotaur. All right. I'm just going to be an elf. One, two, one, two, three, four. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Everybody plays D&D. Nerdy soldiers start a battle. Brothers, sisters, brothers, mothers, battle, ladies, let's just make it. Everybody's playing D&D. Hello and welcome to Everybody Plays D&D, a show where everyday people like you and me play Dungeons and Dragons, many of them for the very first time. Uh, I'm Jonathan, your host and Dungeon Master, which sounds far more ominous than it is. And I am here with Katie, Chris, and Jason. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Hello. Why do you have to be so creepy? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. We're off to a great start. Uh, So what you three all have in common and why I was excited to have you on the show is that you are each current or former soldiers, or I guess, Chris, you'd technically be an airman. Did I get that right? Everyone calls us soldiers, so okay, or pilots. Um, yeah, he's really sensitive <laughs> about it. You're all pilots. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you know, Chris, you're a pilot in my book. Okay. So, <laughs> so my first question for the three of you, uh, anybody can answer first. What do you know about Dungeons and Dragons? I guess I'll go first. Um, I I know absolutely nothing. I I know a couple of my troops used to play, uh, but that was about it. And uh, what I saw on Stranger Things. Yeah, that's been like the big uh, resurgence lately. I don't know if they can take credit for it, but but yeah, that's most people. The Demigorgon is most people's. I know that. And something about elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Jason, what about you? I watched a YouTube video of a series of, of people playing. Uh, I watched the whole video. I, I don't know what they were doing. So I got the gist <laughs> that people talk to each other and generally disrupt everything and then you are supposed to be the person who makes it not disrupt and then I, and then people people roll dice that's honestly and then you tell them that that didn't work <laughs> they should put that on the rule books like that should just be the headline at the top of the website people disrupt things and then someone has to fix it dnd and or politics <laughs> um so <laughs> katie what is your experience with dnd So actually my very first experience was like probably 10 years ago or so when I, um, I was playing an MMO called Dark Age of Camelot. Yeah. And someone made like a YouTube video of a, of Dark Age of Camelot and D&D, like if Dark Age of Camelot characters played D&D. And so immediately I wrote it off as like the next nerdiest thing I could ever do other than playing Dark Age of Camelot. (laughs) So I haven't, um, I hadn't heard of it or looked into it um, until Stranger Things. And so help me God, Jonathan, if some crazy like Demogorgon thing happens to this small town that is close to Indiana, I will hold you personally responsible. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the most efficient summoning ritual, but it's all I could do on short notice. So, I don't know, just <laughs> lock the doors, I guess. Yeah. K- Katie, though, do you still play Dark Age of Camelot? I do not. I um, am a wife and a mother to three children, and if I still play Dark Age of Camelot, I don't think I would be doing my parental duties well. However, if you brought me 
um, my, <laughs> my computer from like 10 years ago and you put me in a dark room with Dark Age of Camelot, I would play for 24 hours straight to this day. Well, that's why they call it Dark Age of Camelot. You can't play it in a room with sunlight. No, exactly. Like it's not possible. Like it shuts down. Right. Well, like it's I, uh, something about heating. I would refer to it as the Dark Age of Katie because for that, <laughs> time, that time period of my life, literally my friends would be like, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, I'm sick. And really I'm like going on relic raids with my level 50. You, you, so, you might be the nerdiest one of this entire group. I just want to let you know now. I know, like, and I, I thought- exposed myself early, but you asked. That was my honest answer. Of like, truly, the first time I, I, I heard about D and D was through Dark Age of Camelot. So yeah. there it is. That's sweet. Well, I mean, I can already tell you guys are going to be awesome at this. I it's it's a done deal. So um, that leads to the next and uh, uh, thing. So I'm just going to give you a heads up. This is how this is going to work. Uh, our time together. First, we're going to quickly figure out who you are, each of you, and what you do in this world. Then I'm going to sort of take a minute and kick off the story. And from then, we are making it up together. So my first question, have any of you thought at all about what kind of D&D character you want to be? I have uh, I've actually put some, t- some thought into this. Is there a class for Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be like a paladin or something. Which ones give me tattoos and muscles? Yeah, I you know I could uh, I could make a solid argument for uh, for paladin. Uh, a paladin is a holy warrior bound to a sacred oath. Uh, I could also make an argument for a barbarian if we're doing like WWE era. Uh, so like a fierce warrior, a primitive background who can enter a battle rage. Either of those, either of those, like okay. tickle your the Dwayne um, the Rock Johnson fancy. Do any of them heal? Do you want some healing? Like, do you want to? You want to be the kind of person who heals? I feel like I feel like I should try to mirror my actual career as close as I can here. So, so a fighter that can also heal would be would be pretty useful. I'll tell you. So, I'll give you this. Paladin. Uh, each each of these classes, I've, you know, I've simplified some of these rules. Each of these classes have two main abilities. The paladin has basically a pool of HP they can lay on hands and subtract from that pool and heal people. Um, and they also have dis- div- something called divine smite. So you can oh. both heal and divinely smite. Who else has divinely smite? Are there other options for that? No, but you know, nobody said there could only be one paladin, you know, so. Well, in that case, I choose Highlander because there's only one of those. <laughs> there's only one. <laughs> there can only be one. I choose to be a Highlander. <laughs> I don't want to commit too quickly, but, you know, a paladin sounds pretty good as long as they fight and also heal. Honestly, when you said Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I was like, you know, if I really take into account his entire career, you know, like the whole man, not just, you know, the celebrity, <laughs> I, I'm, I feel paladin, you know, okay. so we'll, we'll see if the listeners agree. So great. Katie, what about you? Well, so I'm in between because there's a part of me, probably the old, like 10 years ago part of me that really wants to resurface my, um, my casting days, my level 50 ice wizard. You're like, yeah, you're <laughs> cast, bl- caster blaster. Right. And then there's yeah. another gla- part of- Your glass cannon. Yes, exactly. My, I had massive PBAOE, um, damage effects, which was awesome. Gesundheit. But- <laughs> thank you um but also i'm kind of like well wait we want to also going back to how nerdy i am like strategically make sure like we don't have 
Like we have a healer, we have a caster, we have a tank or that's, or like a fighter basically. So, um, well, do you, do you want to wait and see what Chris chooses or do you, yeah, do you does, have some, Chris, do you have strong feelings about what you want to be? Uh, I honestly have no idea. I'm hoping there's a character, maybe, uh, the God of Thunder. <laughs> like um, Thor? You say the God of Thunder. Like, do you mean the, like, literal control over thunder or like yes. someone who fights with a hammer? Uh, I would, uh, I would say thunder. If I okay. can control thunder and lightning, that would be awesome. Okay. Thunderbolts and lightning? Yeah. So, very, I don't very mind. frightening. <laughs> <laughs> So let me, let me give you guys this. So there are multiple kinds of casters in D&D. And I'm going to just read them off. And either of you can pick. I, it's, this game is balanced enough that like you don't, have to ha- you don't have to have the typical ranger tank healer. So I'm just going to read through the casters since both of you guys want to cast spells. Uh, the bard, an inspiring performer whose magic echoes the music of creation. You have a spell list. Uh, and you're just super good at convincing people of things. Uh, and you kind of inspire others. You're like a social caster, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, cleric, priestly champion, wields divine magic in service of a higher power. That's your standard healer. There's a druid. The druid has uh, spells, but actually what the druid super does, the druid changes into animals and kills things. Um, you can change into things like a dire wolf or a giant hyena or a lion or a tiger, but not a bear. Oh, my. Um, next caster on the list is, these are sort of your, these next three are sort of your typical casters, a sorcerer, a dangerous and formidable spell slinger with wild, unexplained powers, a warlock, a mysterious outsider who obtained magical ability through a bargain with an old and powerful being, and a wizard, a scholarly magic user who relies on their studies and their spellbook to manipulate reality. Yeah, I think I'm going to be a bard. Bard, really? Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For Bard, you get um, uh, your main ability is, uh, besides, you know, you can attack and do things, but uh, you can inspire others through stirring words or music. Uh, There's something you can do on your turn, even after or before or after you've attacked. You can choose someone and inspire them, and that gives them sort of like a boost to whatever they do next. It's called Bardic Inspiration. You can do that twice while we play today. And you're going to get a spell list, and I'm going to uh, email that to you right now so you can kind of look over it while uh, I talk to Chris. Great. Okay, that should be a Bard spell list. should be on its way. Great. Uh, Chris, knowing that Katie has chosen to be a Bard, which of those, like, Power of the Unexplained... Uh, power over magic people. Chris uses necromancer. <laughs> I don't think that was did, an option. It's I, super effective. I was always about the necromancer. You were, um, man. You were. And it, it worked out pretty well. So I think I was going to do the cleric, though. Okay. So you want to be the cleric? Yes. All right. So, Chris, your two, uh, um, you have a really cool heal that you can use once it's a uh, um, you can choose any creature than 30 feet and divide 10 HP among them so it's kind of like an AOE heal Uh, the other thing you can do once is that you can uh, uh, if you happen to encounter some undead undead creatures you can make them run away you know because of your holiness make 
Undead people run away. Okay. Yeah, it's called it's called turn undead. I should use the actual names for these things just for the the nerds in the audience. Uh, and you have a spell list as well, so I'm gonna send that to you. That's gonna show up in your email shortly. So we have your classes down, but there, uh, you know, just like in many fantasy worlds, there are many different kinds of creatures that you can be in this world, each with their own unique traits, benefits, and drawbacks. Uh, there are humans, dwarves, elves, half elves, half orcs. Gnomes, halflings, dragonborn. There's all these races. Uh, I mean, Jason, what do you think Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I mean, is that just your straight up human? Is that is he is he Dwayne the is he is he Dwayne the Dwarf Johnson? Is there an Islander race? I mean, he is Samoan. Yeah, I can. So, like, there is a something called a variant human race, um, and like, the, what makes it variant is like it's the humans who aren't like off from the normal parts of the world. So, like, you can be essentially, like, from an Islander race. If we just want to, like, straight up join the Rock Johnson this, and, like, yeah, he's a big, tall human dude. Yeah. Great. Okay. In that case, I need you to pick a uh, a feat, um, and I'm just going to read... Right foot. Five statements to you. <laughs> a feat. Five feet. I'm going to read a statement to you. You pick the one that most describes Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You ready? Okay, one. I cannot be surprised. Two. I can talk myself out of any situation. Three, if I hit you, you'll know. <laughs> I think that one's pretty obvious. Four, four, yeah, things just tend to go my way. And five, how about you take your magic and shove it? <laughs> well, honestly, if I, if I am going Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I understand that three would make sense, but I gotta tell you, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm pretty sure four is true about his life. Things just tend to go my way. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, I mean, he's had a good run of it, you know? Yes. Is that the one that, you want? That is, that is the one Sweet. that I choose. Okay. Uh, mechanically, what that means is that three times while we play today, if I have you, if you roll a d20, which is a roll you'll make a lot, and you don't like it, you can re-roll it. Okay. So That's... three, you are lucky is what that means. Three times you can re-roll a d20. Uh, you can also make me re-roll if I use a d20 against you. <laughs> okay. Three, you have three of those. I like so, that. So, like, the d20 is the major determiner of uh, how things go in this in this game world. So that's a pretty powerful thing you've Sweet. just chosen. Okay. Uh, Katie, your bard, are you dwarf, elf, gnome, halfling, half-elf? Oh, um... Tiefling, are you an actual I'm, devil? I'm going to go with um wait and then are were there like weird animal classes as well um there's a dragonborn What's which is that? basically a dragon that walks on two legs hmm. um uh there's i mean there's an aracocra i don't have that on my list but aracocra is basically a bird person fascinating um i'm going <laughs> fascinating get rid of that one yeah <laughs> i'm just waiting for someone to rage quit and be like y'all are nerds and just hang up. i mean who's listening to this podcast like people who are probably nerds right. out right, right? Yeah. Like, yeah we just want to yeah. give the people what they want Okay, so um, I can I can go off script here. Do you uh you're looking for an animal like class? Let me see what else I got. I've got a goblin. I've got lizard folk. I've got cat people called tabaxi. I've got a uh, turtle. I've got a turtle. You can be an actual turtle. Which is a turtle. <laughs> I 
can't really wrap my mind around a a bardic turtle. We're gonna have to carry her everywhere. You can be an elephant person. <laughs> um, I mean, it depends on you know. We're like a minotaur. You can be an actual minotaur. All right, I'm just gonna be an elf. <laughs> so, all, this is like this is the this is like elf. when at the you when at the end of the argument in the supermarket you just get apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like okay. Just gonna go with okay. what I know, Jonathan. Okay, I know elves right. pretty well. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, uh, as an elf, uh, it is impossible to put you to sleep with magic. Just know that. Yes. So write that down That's somewhere. No awesome. magical sleep. Yeah. No um, magical sleep. It's like yes. my children. Uh, <laughs> I was about to uh, say, Zombie, <laughs> great, great skill you got there. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, and. Chris, um, when you think about this cleric that you are, you know, is it the classic dwarf cleric? Are you a human cleric? Are you a dragon cleric? What kind of cleric are you? Can I be half human, half elf? Absolutely, you can be. Sweet. The half elves are really cool from a role playing perspective because you get along with everybody, everybody gets along with you. you I know, like that. Everybody likes half elves. That um, is who I am, actually. Can we make so, him a dwarf? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> And in terms of uh, your appearance, um, your human friends say you look like an elf, and your elf friends say you look human. Mm. <laughs> I feel hurt now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So uh, there are... Uh, does anybody... I'm just going to... Your characters are just going to be your names, unless you already have in your head a name you want your character to be. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, so your character... like. When you say Dwayne the Rock Johnson, do I need to refer to you every time as Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I could settle for Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> okay. okay. No, uh, you, you can call me. You can call me Dwayne. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne. Uh, I'm just gonna call you Dwayne because I'm not gonna. Okay. So Dwayne, we're gonna start with you. Uh, there are tons of things that you can do in D&D. All of you be thinking about this. But your ability to do those things depends on ability scores. There are six ability scores in D&D. Uh, those are, and make sure again these are written down, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Uh, Chris, since you are uh, an elf, or sorry, a half-elf, you already have a plus one to charisma just by being a half-elf because of who who you are as a person. Cheater. So do I just write that underneath where I wrote? CHA? Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. You already have a plus one there. Perfect. Uh, and uh, Katie, because you are an elf, you already have a plus one to dex. Dwayne, you got the you got the feat, so you don't get the, the plus there yet. For the rest of these, you get to assign... Two plus twos, meaning you're super good at that. Two plus ones, you're kind of good at that. A zero and a minus one. Mm. Two Ew. plus twos, two plus ones, a zero and a minus one. You got to pick something to be bad at. <clears throat> Jonathan, what exactly is constitution again? It's kind of your ability to uh, deal with like... Um, poison or it, it actually it, it uh, i'll give you a, a hint i mean it, it actually helps determine how many hit points you eventually get okay um so you know it's the, like 
avoiding throwing up while on a rocking boat at sea. Gotcha. Things like that. Okay. Practically, in the game, it usually becomes about uh, avoiding certain magical effects and determining hit points. Okay. <clears throat> this part is my favorite part of the podcast. It's really good audio. <laughs> Just for everyone to... Yeah, there's not that screeching sound. <laughs> everyone really likes listening to us think. Yeah. <laughs> Listen as we think. So I think I'm done. Um, okay, but great. Uh, I've got you up I, here, so why don't, you, why don't you give me yours? Do you have a okay, question? Well, I, I, I turned the minus one into a plus one. <laughs> you can't. The zero is also a four. You have to. No, okay, I got it. Here, here's you, what I okay. got. I, I followed the rules, I think. Okay. Yeah. I chose strength plus two. Dexterity plus one. Constituency plus two. Internal plus one. <laughs> Intelligence. <laughs> I love how I what this makes clear is that you just put numbers down. You had no idea what these things were. Whiz minus one. <laughs> okay. Charizard is zero. so we have a strong and well-constituted Dwayne the Rock Johnson with low wisdom I feel like actually Dwayne the Rock Johnson probably has some I feel like you're insulting Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah well I mean Dwayne the Rock Johnson has a lot of charisma do you want to move this around I think intelligence will go to charisma so that's a zero for intelligence which is normal for me and then a plus one for char plus one is the eyebrow that's where that's where it Ooh, is. He keeps all, all his right. charisma in his eyebrows. Yeah. Um, okay. Katie, have you made your choices? I think so. And I think I've done this oh, correctly. First of all, we should say, are you, is it a bard named Katie? Oh, names. Um, oh, <laughs> names. I Sometimes, you guys, sometimes I have trouble making choices and decisions. So I apologize. Um, you just want to be Brad. I just want to be. I just want to be Brad the Bard. Okay. <laughs> Bradley the Bard. Um, you no, be Brad, you know what? You can can I? I want to be Beatrice the Bard. Beatrice the Bard. Yes. Dealing with those B, those that alliteration. Yes, always alliteration. Beatrice. Great. So go ahead and give me your scores. Okay, I'm gonna do plus two to strength, plus zero to dexterity, minus one to constitution. Plus two for intelligence, plus one for wisdom. Yep. And plus one for charisma. Awesome. Well done. Yes. Uh, cool. And then, uh, Chris, are you are you Chris, the half elf uh, uh, cleric? Yeah, I'll just stick with Chris. I'm boring. I think it should be Havsies. Can we? Half- can Chris be Havsies? <laughs> That can be that can be y'all's nickname for him. Yeah, okay. can we collectively Great. refer to him as the halfling, or Which halfbreed? Is, the halfbreed. He's not a halfling. He's is. a ha- the ha- yeah. He's a half elf. Yeah, he's I'll a half-breed. halfbreed. I'll be referring to him as halfsies. Chris, the halfsies, half elf. Okay, that's got it. it. That's it. Okay, uh, <laughs> give me your scores. Okay, uh, you may have uh, answered this question uh, or explained it, and I might not have been listening. Um, can you? Can I put like a plus two and a like on two different or t- of the same category? So like strength, I do plus two plus two, so it's plus four. No, no, all... the, the most you can have on one of on any one of them is a plus two. Oh, 
Now, if you Chris if has you to reset to because pl- he just put all all of them on one, it means plus yeah. six. Yeah. To this Charizard skill. Yeah. That is exactly uh, what I. He did. will be putting minus one for intelligence. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do uh, plus two to strength, uh, zero to dexterity, minus one to whatever con is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plus two to intelligence and plus one to wisdom. Okay. Uh, and what's where's your minus? Where uh, you get one more twelve, or sorry, one more plus one. You can put it in dex or charisma, dexterity or charisma. Uh, Failure to follow instructions. Yeah, you know, officers, we don't really follow directions. We make. Yeah, that's why so. we don't do what you say. And we fully understand that. <laughs> Plus one, it is on dexterity. On dexterity, got it. And you guys included the uh, the pluses I already gave you, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Did we all choose plus two to strength? I think you're just a real strong group. This crew is gonna be in trouble. <laughs> it's gonna just we're just die gonna hit our way out of, of everything. Sort, just... sort of immediately. We're so strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to hit everything with a brick. Uh, now, based on those, I can tell you, uh, Jason, your HP is 20. What does that mean? Hit points. 20 I'm hit just points. just kidding. 20. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're a nerd. <laughs> uh, Chris, a.k.a. Havsies. <laughs> Uh, you're... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris... As our healer, your HP is 11. So, I guess just heal from very far away. (laughs) And, um, uh, Beatrice, you also chose minus one for con, so your HP is also 11. Gosh, shoot. So, oh my gosh. I guess just keep Dwayne between you and the danger. Why'd you all pick strength? <laughs> you guys are glass cannons. Maybe we should reconsider. We'll be nope, fine. stuck we'll with be it. I can play a song to give us strength, right? You guys just stay m- miles away. I'll just be behind you. I mean, I feel like. So we're just going to go single file line. <laughs> this is the plan. Everybody get used to it. Uh, Beatrice, you're in the back singing. Half-breed, whatever you are supposed to do, you can do that. Why do you keep calling me half-breed? Yeah, it's going to get heated. Because I don't like you. <laughs> are, are you going to play Dwayne The Rock Johnson as mildly racist? Because I'm afraid of getting sued now. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Samo... I'm an islander, or whatever I am. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't be racist. Well, against Italians? What, like, elvish, dwarvish Italians? Just because you're Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't mean you can't be racist. Welcome to my TED Talk. Over the next 18 minutes, (laughs) I would like to tell you all about... So, uh, Jason, your AC, your armor class, is uh, Mm -hmm. 18. You're very hard to hit because you are wearing heavy splint armor. But But you do have have disadvantage on stealth checks there. Um, So you, you are not very stealthy in that armor. Uh, Chris, same goes goes for you in your chain mail and with your shield. Uh, uh-huh. You are not very good at stealth, but you have an AC of 18. Uh, Katie, what's your, or sorry, Beatrice, what is your dexterity modifier? Plus one. Okay, you have a 12 AC armor class. Possible to be stealthy, uh, but uh, but 
a little easier to hit. Um, now, I'm going to give you guys just a second, the two of you that have uh, spell lists, I'm going to give you a minute to look over those um, while I do some housekeeping here. And I will just do nothing because I have no <laughs> skills whatsoever. Well, let me just read you off the names of some of my spells. One of mine is called Vicious Mockery. I also have Dissonant Whispers and Tasha's Hideous Laughter. So watch out, everybody. Are these just really bad names for bands? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. now next to stage, uh. Hideous Whispers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to them. Yeah, I'm, I'd listen you to would, them. Chris. Yeah. You would, Chris. You would. Obviously, whispers. all like ska bands. <laughs> yeah, you just have an entire spell sheet of ska bands. Um, um, cool. Okay, so you now, you know, we'll learn more about your characters and maybe their stories and more about who they are as people as we go but that sort of gets down the mechanics down and, and more or less anytime that you want to do something we'll use one of those numbers or those abilities to figure out what it is and anything we haven't figured out already we'll figure out along the way so let's just kind of jump in i want to set up a story for you guys and get things moving great so here we go You three are standing in a square in the center of town. The buildings are three or four stories and they tower up behind you on two sides of the main road. Above them, you see a gray sky, threatening rain, but not yet delivering. There is a crowd around you of all shapes and sizes. There are dwarves, elves, halflings, and humans from the elderly all the way down to swaddled infants sleeping in their mother's arms. And this crowd, this entire group of people, they are all wrapped, listening to a tall, charismatic man on a stage in the center of the square. Behind him is a considerably taller marble statue of the founder of this city, it's a man named Lord Damon. He was a visionary leader by any measure, but he is long dead and a far cry from the current Lord Protector of this city, who has himself plunked down statues of his likeness just about everywhere else. You get the feeling that the man on the stage chose this location in front of the statue on purpose to lend a certain momentous air to his speech. And Dwayne, you know this man or you know of him, at least. This is Domash in the old language, but around here they just call him Thomas. Thomas is a sort of activist, a local celebrity, a champion for his people. And he is, at this moment, quite eloquently giving a speech for, about, and to his people, who are all around you. And like all the best speeches, this speech is about freedom. And as you three, each in different parts of the crowd now listen Thomas says and this is why we cannot anymore stay here in our adoptive home it is clear we are not welcome it is clear that they and he points down the main road behind you at a huge castle and barracks at the north of town they do not care about you or about me you 
The workers, the butcher, bakers, cooks and carpenters, the servants to noble houses, you are the lifeblood of this city. But when your blood is spilled in the streets, they do nothing. They call us the protected. But what do they do to protect us? Nay, in their eyes, you and I are less than citizens, less than free. And yet see how they feast on the fruits of your labor. Uh, and you hear, you know, some people yell, yeah, you know, the, the crowd is really into it. But Beatrice, beside you, a large human man here in the crowd, rough-looking, folds his arms and grumbles. Hey, is that right? Who does he think he is? A guy like that just gets people killed. Somebody should shut him up, ain't that right? And he looks at you. Do you respond to it? Oh, yeah. Um... You don't have to do a voice. You can, yeah, you can just say, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. You can, just, you can just use your own I voice. was so mm-hmm. enthralled by this story. I was like, what happens <laughs> <I> next? <laughs> what didn't, know. I didn't break the spell. Oh, wait, it's yeah. me. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, just because I'm kind of new to the town, I'm kind of not sure where things are. Do I like this Thomas guy? Do I agree with him? I'm not really sure. So I, I asked the guy, what do you mean? Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's dangerous. I don't know. And he sort of, like, shuffles off. He, he was, you, you get the feeling he was expecting a, you know, he's pretty sure he was on the right side of that argument. Um, but now is a good time to ask. Uh, you mentioned being new in town. What are you doing here in this square? Uh, what is your part in this? Are, you know, did you know this was happening today? Or did you kind of just wander up because you saw a guy speaking? Uh, no, I... I end up I'm I travel around with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Havsies. So uh since Dwayne the Rock knows this guy, we uh we kind of stumbled into the square to hear him talk. Gotcha. Cool. So you are with Dwayne. Yeah. So Dwayne, why are you in the square today listening to Tomas? I was just on my way down to the pub. It's just so I recognize Domash and uh, the crowds, and I'm normally suspicious of crowds, so I stay kind of to the edge and move off to the side, but try to figure out what's going on. But I don't, I mean, I am looking for work, I need money. Okay, uh, you mentioned moving to the edges of the square. Is that now where you and Beatrice are? No, Beatrice is a people person, so I'll let her figure out where she goes. But uh, I just, I stay, stay, I'm I'm, I'm around the crowd. I'm not to the edge, like up against the the, the building or something, but I'm just kind of at the edge of the crowd, not in the middle of it, kind of arm's length away. Yeah, cool. I'm trying to hear what Tomash is talking about. Well, that's a good thing. So he actually continues. Uh, You sort of, you know, pick up a later part of his, of his speech here. Brothers and sisters, it is time We must leave this place and strike out to reclaim the land that is our own. If not for us, then for our children and our children's children who will tell their children the story of how their ancestors broke free from tyranny and departed this wicked land of corruption and oppression. And with that, Chris, I would like you to roll a d20. That is the uh, that is the biggest die you have, one with the the most sides on it. Okay. And add to that your uh, add to that your wisdom bonus. Okay. So I rolled a fifteen 
So plus one is 16. Ooh, very good. You notice, and in fact, you noticed a long time ago that there are soldiers here. They're the Lord Protector soldiers, of course, from the castle garrison. And with that last remark, uh, the whole bit about corruption and oppression, they move in just a step. And you also see a small halfling woman, a small woman, get rudely shoved out of the way when that happens and actually get pushed to the ground by one of these soldiers who does not even look at her or acknowledge her. Do you do anything? I help her. You go help her up? Yes. Cool. Oh, she says, oh, bastards are everywhere now. And she kind of dusts herself off. And as as Tomas's speech rolls to a close, uh, he says, I have shared my heart with you. This choice does not belong to me, but to all of us. Do we stay under the boot of those who consider us like dust to be trod upon? Or do we leave, return to the land that is rightfully ours, and build a new life together? I know not all are in agreement, but if you support me and the cause of our people, talk with your friends and neighbors, hear them out, Convince them. He looks at the guards that he has now noticed and smiles. Let us now engage in the free discourse of society that our Lord Protector so despises. And with that, he walks down off the stage. And immediately some folks folks approach him, some congratulating and clapping on the back, and some like, you know, trying to make their case, you know, this whole thing. And the crowd doesn't really disband. People are sort of still uh, uh, hang around. Um, so I would like to know, where is everybody in the crowd right now? Uh, Beatrice, are you kind of in the middle? Yeah, I've, I'm still sort of in that center square, um, taking, taking it all in, trying to understand where the, where the danger is or what, because it's clearly a tense situation. So I'm weighing my options of, hey, let's just get out of here. This place isn't worth it. Or is there, um, I mean, is there some kind of work to be had here? Is it worth staying in this town and in this city? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, you are off at the (laughs) edges of the crowd, but kind of just taking it in? Yeah, I moved closer to the front just to hear better and to possibly get a word in with him before he, like, when he walks off, because I apparently, because I might know him and I want to see what's going on. But I'm still off to the edge, definitely not, uh, and I, you know, noticing guards meaning that I'm just ready to possibly move away if it looks like that's going to be a problem okay uh and chris you we know where you are you just sort of helped out this halfling woman so you're near the guards, sort of at the back of the group Mm -hmm. so now i would like all three of you to make perception checks you do that by rolling your d20 and adding your wisdom modifier uh and if you're proficient (laughs) uh doing the rock johnson Rolls a 19. 19. Real good. Wait, intelligence or wisdom? Which are we adding? Wisdom. It's wisdom. You add wisdom to a perception check. Yeah. Great. I rolled a seven and I have plus one in wisdom. So eight. Eight. Okay. Chris? Uh, Havsies over here rolled an 18. So I'm actually going to say that here's what's happened. Chris, you notice uh, just out of the corner of your eye. A cloaked figure, hard to see, come in through the back of the square and dart off down an alley. He sort of unintentionally kind of jostles you, 
when he does that, uh, just uh, moves off down the alley. Do you want to do anything? Um, I want to keep observing. Just watch him? Yes. Great. So as you kind of move around the corner to to see if you can follow and figure out where he's going, you run into the chest of a, uh, a very tall guard who says very plainly, I'm sorry, sir, the alley is off limits. And as you kind of peer around him, you see down the alley, uh, there's some, some cages back there. You can't tell what's, it's, they're pretty far down the alley. Uh, but this cloaked figure walks right by the cages and then turns down another dark alley. Now we're going to flip over to Dwayne. With your 19, you catch wind of just over like a, who asked you? And then like the sound of, you know, someone punching a side of beef. And the crowd's sort of like, whoa. And you know that, they you know, every kind of parts. And you catch wind of a of a fight that has broken out. Doesn't appear there's any guards involved. It just seems to be between two people who were watching this. You know, two citizens. Uh, and they sort of hit the ground. And one guy's kind of on top of the other one punching him. Uh, what do you do? Uh... I'm going to move over that direction depending on how close I am. And uh, actually, what the heck? I'm a big dude. Let's get it. So how big are these people? If they're smaller enough, I'm going to separate them and ask Not them as what big the deal as you. Is. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. You so two? Do, Why are you give fighting? Me that, give me a, a strength check. So just roll a d20 and add just your strength modifier. Good. Uh, eight plus two. We're at ten. I'm not feeling hot today. Ten. That's enough to... Uh, you can't pick the guy up, but you do get him rolled off the other one. But in the mm-hmm. process, uh, when you reach down, uh, one guy takes a swing at you. Uh, but you, in your in your splint armor, you don't the, the hit. He just punches you right <laughs> in the armor and goes, "Ow!" Uh, and now you seem to be in the middle of this of this fight. Are you going to try to engage or just what is your strategy here? No, I was just se- separating it. Whichever one I've rolled off, if he's you know, not paying attention or he's a little confused, just kind of step back and say, what's the big deal here? There's guards around. You guys are going to get yourselves arrested or worse. Ooh, that's good. Give me a, uh, give me a persuasion check. So good. roll a d20 and add your, uh, that'd be your, uh, charisma modifier. Uh, man, we're looking still pretty bad. So I got a nine. A, a nine is the one with the dot. Yeah. Nine plus charisma of one. So we're again at 10. Uh, I'm gonna say that's enough. Like the fact that there's guards around, mm-hmm. um, a ten is enough there. Like he, he's sort of like he, they're not happy about this, but they the one kind of rolls off and is like, "Who asked you?" Who you know kind of rolls away, um, and then uh, Beatrice with your, I think you rolled a nine. Is that right? I rolled an eight. Okay, so with an eight. Well, I rolled a seven yeah. plus one. Yeah, plus one would be eight. an eight. You don't really catch either of these things, and you are more in the center of the the, the crowd. Anyway, what you hear is sort of an argument, um, and one female voice says, "No, Tomas has good ideas. We could go back. We could start over." And a lower, a male voice says, "Like we'll get ourselves killed is what we'll do. We can't just leave the city. What march across the country, get to a land we haven't seen in a century." And uh, she says, what is the difference? Die out there? Die in here? What does it matter? Uh, and that, uh, that is what you hear. Do you want to do anything at this moment? Hmm. I would say Beatrice is sort of looking after her own self-interests. So at this point, this is sort of urging Beatrice to 
I want to find um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. And I think I've made the decision. I'm like, I'm ready to get out of here because it sounds like there's a revolt or a coup getting ready to happen, and I'm not, I'm not about that. That is not what we came for. We came to find work. Um, this is clearly like this is an unstable place. So I go to find um, Dwayne the Rock. To be like, hey, we Betty, please, got it. please so, call me Dwayne. We've been together for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but your name is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so I just feel like, or Mister Dwayne the Rock. You Johnson. have like a, and I'm so glad I'm Betty. Betty the Rock. That's better. You have a like a. I imagine you have like a patch stitched into your splint armor that says Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the and Rock it's actually Johnson, like yeah. you had to get two patches. Like there had to be two patches <laughs> to put it together, together yes. to hold it all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, Dwayne, you mentioned wanting to go talk to Tomas. Yep. Uh, do you do that? Yeah. I mean, he said, you said he back, you walked off a little bit, but once these two hooligans yeah. stop fighting each other and uh, yeah. if, if I can't find out why they were fighting or they don't want to talk to me, then I want to go talk to Tomas. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, they, uh, as, as you check back, you see that they're sort of respective friends, you know, seeing that you know, there, there aren't punches flying have kind of restrained them and, and got them back up. Uh, it was a heat, it was a heated argument, but they don't appear to be enemies. So you go looking for Tomas and you see him at the other side of the crowd. And as you walk towards him, you begin to hear the sound of thunder in the distance. You hear the sound of rain starting to hit the cobblestone. And as the people part in front of you, looking for roofs to get under, Thomas sees you, and there's that spark of recognition in his eyes, and he smiles, and you hear him say, Dwayne? What are you... And that's as far as he gets. Before you hear something like... And Tomas lurches forward suddenly, and he looks down, and you look down at a crossbow bolt emerging point first from his chest and you hear him gasp. And then all you hear from all around you are screams. The plot thickens. Hey, this is Jonathan. Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the story so far. Uh, Beatrice, Chris, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, boy, I hope we don't get sued for that, are doing a great job, and I'm as excited as you are to see how everything plays out. Uh, I wanted to jump in here and give you a little more context and information, what to expect, how to support the show if you like it, that sort of thing. So each episode of Everybody Plays D&D will have the same Dungeon Master storyteller, that's me, but with different players each time from all walks of life. Uh, the characters and the story will be different each time, but if there's a story that you really love and want to hear more of, let us know. You can send an email to epddcast at gmail.com, and if a lot of folks are interested, we may do more episodes of that story with those same players and characters. Again, that's epddcast at gmail.com. 
Also, if you've never played D&D before or it's been a long time and you want to be on the show, you can also email us. Tell us about yourself, why you're excited to play, and who you'd love to play the game with. And that's the same email address, epddcast at gmail.com. Email us if you'd like to be on the show. Right now, we're committed to releasing at least one new episode, if not more, on the first of every month. And we've got some great, great episodes coming up. We've got three startup CEOs. We've got three brothers who only sort of like each other. And we've got uh, some biblical studies majors and lots, lots more. Uh, And if you like the show, tell your friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, follow or subscribe to the show and leave a review. We'd love to grow our audience and give more people all over the world an introduction to a game and a way of telling stories that we love. That's it for the host break here. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the story. The scene around you is suddenly chaos. Dwayne, Tomas falls into your arms. As people begin to flee the scene, Chris and Beatrice, you see them running into soldiers, blocking their path at all three exits from this square. You see around you as you look up and glance around, women gathering their children. You hear weeping, confused yells. And that alley, Chris, that you saw someone sneak down, there was a guard in front of it, that guard is gone, and you see much to your surprise, wolves. An entire pack of wolves is pouring out of this alley, and behind them you see cages with the doors open. You see an older human man just go down, several wolves on top of him. And as people notice this happening, as they see the wolves, the screams around you intensify. And now I would like you all to roll initiative. Roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Okay, I rolled a 19 plus nice. one dexterity, so 20. Dang. It's a good roll. You go, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 12, so plus one equals 13. 13, great. <laughs> uh, Dwayne the Rock Jackson Johnson will do nothing. He rolls a one plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, uh, Dwayne, you are stunned. You normally somebody who would act quickly, but this is probably the thing you least expected to happen. <laughs> so, first up in the order is actually Beatrice. What do you do, or what do you want to do? Um, do I have any like? Um, I can't tell exactly because there's a lot of words on my sheet. But do I have anything that's like a area of effect? type spell that I could help do some damage control on more than just one thing. Probably your best bet right here, honestly, is you have a spell called sleep. Yeah, I just saw that. And if I roll... Yeah, if you want to cast... If I roll the... Sleep. You know, oh, I didn't... uh, You know, let me... I should let you know. You have three spell slots. So if the the spell says it costs one spell slot, just keep track of those. Uh, The ones that say at will, you can just cast those all day long. Okay. But the spells that say one spell slot, you only have three of those. One of those that you have the option to cast is sleep. The way that works is you roll your D8, which is the one that looks like two pyramids smashed together. You roll that five times and add it all up. 
Great. I'll do <laughs> yeah, that. So go ahead and do that. Uh, roll roll 5d8. Oh, no. My dice fell off onto the floor. Hang on. Okay. Classic. D&D problems. Mm. Four was my first. Okay. Got it. One, yeah, four, six. Ooh, that's a good one. Six. Great, that's a total of 21. How many times? Five? Yeah, you rolled it five times. That's 21. Uh, oh, thanks for doing math for me. And are you are you casting sleep on the wolves? Yes, because they're the They would most, be the obvious like, threat. Currently, they're yeah. the most, the obvious target. Yeah. Yes. So I'm looking at these yeah, yeah. wolves, and and that's uh, that was just one. So I did, I could have cast two more no, spells. No, so uh, good, good, good question. Instance. So we are now in initiative, which is essentially combat order. It's like bullet time, and every turn you get, okay. everybody gets a turn in initiative. Every turn you get, you can move, you can act, which is something like hit something, cast a spell, or do anything that says it requires an action, and you can ask me. Uh, and then if you have something you can do as a bonus action, which would be very specifically mentioned on your uh, on your spell sheet. Chris, I think you have a, a, a spell that can be cast as a bonus action. You can do that too. But essentially it's move, act, bonus. Uh, that's what you get to do each round. So yeah, you can, that, that uses up your okay. action. Because think of it this way, a round of combat is six seconds long. So... We're moving really okay. quickly here. You're only going to be able to get off that one spell before everything changes. Got it. So, but okay. based on that, you actually put the, you saw the three wolves that were on top of the man. Uh, two of them just fall asleep and fall off of him and very quickly are sort of stomped to death uh, by, uh, uh, by the surrounding audience uh, the other people in attendance just stop on these things and they sort of, the other wolf is kind of a runt and they're able to to scare it away. So that is your action. Next in the order would be uh, Chris. Chris, what do you do? Okay, so I'm still at the alley and I see these wolves go out and then they sleep, go to sleep, right? So that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, they would have run. They essentially would have run past you. I, th I don't think they saw you. I think they were looking at the crowd ahead of them. Uh, and there are a bunch of them. It's kind of hard to count them. There are a bunch. Okay. There's more than yes, three. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Absolutely. Okay. There were three that had pounced on the one guy. Oh. Gotcha. Um, honestly, let's see. I would probably kick in my survival and probably get out of the area. Um, You're trying to move to a, a new location? Yeah, move to a safer location, probably observe, see what else is going on. Um, There's the alley that the wolves are coming down, and there are three sort of main roads out of here, sort of like, you know, it makes a big triangle in the center of the city. Uh, and the you can see from here, first of all, this crowd is, is going crazy, and they're sort of trapped in this square uh, at all three exit points of by, by guards. The soldiers. Yeah, okay. by guards. Now, if you wanted to try to get up higher, you could try to like break into a building or or climb a building. Uh, there is a two story building. It's not quite as tall as the rest. Um, no. Can I try to persuade a soldier to get out of the way? 
Yeah, to, to, to let you out. Yeah. Uh, so, um, absolutely. So, how how do you choose the most the soldier you think will most let you out? Like, picked, what is your selection criteria? You got a lot of options. I picked the smallest one that has like, the smallest. So, that looks like he has the littlest fear. soldier. <laughs> that looks like he has fear in his eyes. Chris uses seduction. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's super ineffective. <laughs> it doesn't. But it's worth a shot. Soldier around here much? <laughs> So I have this uh, spell that says command. It's a control spell. I, it's uh, you speak a one-word command to a creature you see within range. The target must succeed <laughs> on a WIS saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. That's baller, dude. You just won D&D. Okay, so Chris has a spell called command. Uh, he can literally magically command someone to do something. Uh, so you only get yes. one word. What is the word, what is the command that you give to this poor person? Flee. Ooh. Flee. I very like good. that. Uh, very, very oh. good. Let me uh, check out some stats. Uh, he needs a wisdom saving throw. This guard gets a plus zero to wisdom, and your save DC would be, sorry, uh, give me your wisdom modifier. Plus one. Plus one, Okay. I believe it's eight plus your wisdom modifier plus your proficiency bonus. So he has to beat an eleven, I think, on your uh, in order to be unaffected. And he did not. Uh, uh, he did not save. Dude <laughs> looks you right in the eyes and turns and and runs. Um, uh, and he just. He doesn't even look. He just turns and runs directly into the spear of the guard behind him and is impaled. And you are now looking at the end of a spear. They are distracted if you would like to move away. If you attempt to move into them, I think you're going to end up up in combat. I did not think there was other guards behind them. (laughs) I thought it was a single line of guards. Um, yeah. So that yeah. that throws me off a little Fog bit. Fog of war, man. Yeah. Mm. Even you know? though you would... Maybe I should have asked that question. Um, yeah. Okay, so... It, it would be the only thing you can still do on this turn. You know, you can move into the crowd. You can move back along the edge of sort of the, the square. Or you can try to move into the guards. But it doesn't appear that they're very... It doesn't appear based on your uh, spear impaling guard experience, uh, the way you flung that poor innocent human being into a spear. <laughs> He's not innocent. That, that they're Don't. too keen on letting anybody out of this place. Okay, yeah. I think I'm going to go into the crowd. Into the crowd. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, next, it was going to be that guard's turn, but you know, <laughs> he did, he he um, on his turn, he goes. Um, and it is now, uh, the little runt of a wolf, uh, that sort of scurried away, uh, it sort of turns around and Dwayne, seeing as you're still sort of shocked, it takes, uh, it takes a run at you, does a nine hit your AC, I'm gonna guess no. No, 18, so no. No, not, not nearly enough. It, uh, it gets a mouthful of, of whatever that thing on your arm is called. 
It's not a grieve. I think that's a leg. A gauntlet. But like it, some some uh, yeah, it gets in, uh, a mouthful of gauntlet and goes, but doesn't get, uh, but doesn't uh, doesn't you, you don't feel any pain. Okay. Um, well, because next in the, the order rock, is so. another wolf. Mm-hmm. This yeah, this wolf uh, is going to go after you, Beatrice. Beatrice, remind me where you were. I was headed She's towards. With me. You're right there with um, him. Yeah. So it Wayne. runs yeah, past. Yeah, I think I was able to get runs there past with you. Uh, does a 16 hit your AC? Uh, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, um, yeah, I'm unconscious. So, uh, no, not quite yet. Let me see what kind of damage we get here. Uh, oh, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> Yikes. Does 10 damage to you. Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh, so you shit. are nearly, you have a point left, I think, we decided. You have a hit point left. Okay, well then I yell at my paladin <laughs> friend to heal me. Also, uh, wolves are pretty nasty creatures. Can you, I need you to roll a strength saving throw. So roll your d20 and add your strength modifier. Plus two to strength. So where's my d20? There it is. Ooh, 18. Nice. You are not knocked prone, oh, which is sorry. good. 18 plus 2 because that's 20. Yeah, that's so great. 20, yeah. Uh you the the wolf is is uh if you had failed that, you'd have been knocked prone, so like under the crowd. So it's oh, yeah. uh pretty good that you stayed up. Uh and uh another wolf kind of run runs past you and then another wolf again is going to take a swing at ooh uh 22 to hit mm. Dwayne. 18, so yes. I think that's going to that's gonna hit your AC. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is still the wolf's turn, unfortunately. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. The wolf uh, is really going at it. That's only six damage to you, uh, Dwayne. Okay. All right. Yeah. Six to you, and I think I said it was uh, 10 to Beatrice, so that's going to be real bad. Uh, Dwayne, I don't know if you've had any time to think about what you wanted to do, but it's now your turn. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I was I was gonna. I have I have some questions that my 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 non intelligence brain. Of, yes, I first, prepared a list of questions. First, am yeah. I armed? Because if only we could all prepare a list of questions yeah. as a wolf names us. <laughs> I've asked both the wolves yeah. these questions. Am I armed? I I I wouldn't go anywhere without my trusty axe. But maybe I've been caught yes. with my pants down. You today. are you are. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Do you want to have uh, I had you here with a great sword, but if you'd rather have an axe, mm-hmm. uh, you are very good with the weapons. So, yes. battle axe, does that kind of feel, or no, a great axe. Uh, you want a battle axe or a great axe? I, I, I believe great axe is the two-handed variety, single blade. I would go with that. Yep, yep. Uh, that is, you, you, you have a battle axe, uh, a great axe on your back. You are also currently mm-hmm. holding a dying person. okay. Uh, so that, then my second question was, is he currently dead? Uh, you'd have to make a medicine check, I think. To All right. I'm, 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 at this point, I was originally going to ask that and try to figure out how we could, what we could do with Tomas. But right now, I think uh, I think Beatrice needs a little bit more help. So let's go with yeah. the immediate situation I, of... I would let you... Um, I would I would give you for free being able to like lay him back on the stage. Yep. You just step down. Um, and if yep. you... I wouldn't get too far away from him. Right. Given your wolf situation, but I think if you keep your back to him, you probably can. Yeah, can you've got? If he had a hit point counter, it would be low. Yeah, so, so. I, I, but everything I just want to make sure that because 
I got to take make sure Beatrice is okay. So either totally damn right yeah. you do. Either I attack a wolf nearby or I heal Beatrice, and I'm assuming both of those are going to take up my actual turn. So I might my answer will be to uh, to heal Beatrice. Yes, just either either would take your turn. I see what you're doing. So you're not going to great axe. You're going to heal. Yes, her. So yes. I feel like in combat, Jason, you should know this: is that you. Attack take out the threat first but i, I feel like uh you, you do I'm you man to, uh, you do you man are we gonna have like are we gonna like have a, like a soldier fight just like <laughs> um i've got two i've got two enemies on me and one on her and if i she gets knocked out i'll have three on me so i'm just doing math here and i'm gonna give her some health back great i so have 10 that would be lay on hands, lay on hands. yes yeah yeah and you, i'm gonna you can just probably slap all h all 10 hit points back to her. Great. So you're going to throw oh, those 10 hit points into Beatrice. Beatrice, you're back at full health. Is it my turn? Can I do something? Um, I want to cast a spell. <laughs> uh, it actually is your turn. What would you like to cast? Yes. Hey, okay. re remember that, Half-Breed? I, I took care of my friends. You You, you disappeared. What? You're, like, gone. Talking to Chris. Who, Havsies? Yeah. Oh, Havsies. Yeah, I was, I was checking things out for everyone. Killing we guards. With I don't <laughs> even just... know that we know Havsies at this point. But... Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, he clearly I, I doesn't was... act like he knows us. I was never a part of the group. <laughs> well, clearly, you're not. <laughs> yes, yeah. If you were, you're not All now. Right. <laughs> Beatrice, tell me about this spell. Okay, so I'm gonna cast Tasha's hideous laughter to the. Any chance I can hit? If they're close enough, can I hit both of them? Aren't there two I think it's a single are... creature. It's a single creature. Uh, I, you could absolutely, uh, it's a creature of your choice. You can also, I mean, you could, you know, I can give you the beefiest wolf. Um, that's the one, the beefiest <laughs> wolf, I think, is the one that wolf. attacked me. That took a bite out of you. Oh, yeah, took okay. a bite out of you. Uh, okay, hold uh, on. Dwayne. Can I notice, is, okay, wolves travel in packs and there's always an alpha Ooh. male. Is the beefiest wolf the alpha male? I like it. I'm a, yes. I'm going to take yeah. him out. Yes. You, uh-huh, uh absolutely. Great. Tasha's hideous laughter to the beefiest wolf slash okay. the alpha male. This female. wolf needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Sure. Uh, or I have bad news for you. Wait, uh, wait. But I'll let you redo uh -oh. it. it. This spell says a creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. Wolves that... have a three intelligence. There's no way for you to know that. Well, it's how just. How do I know that? <laughs> I know the spell is intended to be on creatures that can laugh. Okay. Uh, do something uh, violent to it so everybody gets scared. Okay, so then. Wait. Okay, then dissonant whispers. I want dis dissonant Great. whispers. Ooh, Can't that's you a good turn one too. into like a okay, bear? So. No, I, I think that's think the so. druid. Oh, yeah. oh, druids. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you know how druids. bards. You know how circus performers sometimes turn into bears. I know. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, pl play them a <laughs> hey, song. I am more than a circus performer. Yeah, dissonant whispers. Here I come. All right. Okay, wisdom. Uh, I, you don't have to roll anything for that yet. I roll a wisdom saving throw. These wolves have a plus one to wisdom. Wise creatures that they are. And it fails. So give me that, uh, give me that sweet, sweet damage. Roll a d6, which is just a normal-looking die. Uh, roll it three times. Oh, one. Okay. Come on here, Betty. And then six. Ooh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Three, right in the middle. And, three. Oh, six. Nice. Oh yes. Wow. Uh, so thirteen. 
Yes. Lucky number 13. Okay, I have bad news and good news. The bad news <laughs> okay. is that somehow didn't kill it. It's a beefy, beefy what? wolf. Um, the good news is <laughs> the other part of this spell is that the creature must immediately use its reaction, if available, which it is, to move as far away as its speed allows away from you. Yes. Nice, nice. And so uh, uh, you have, uh, this is this is sort of what's happened here. Our wolf attacked Beatrice first. Another wolf ran by you. Another giant wolf attacked uh, Dwayne. It looked to be the alpha. You have, tur- you have been healed and you have turned around immediately and whispered a discordant melody that only the alpha <laughs> wolf could hear. Hell yeah, and I did. And it grimaces and foams at the mouth and it takes damage. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's it's hurting, and it immediately oh, it's turns <laughs> and runs Bye. back down where it came from through the alley. Nice. And the and the other wolves, seeing the alpha wolf run, turn and run. Nice. Hell yeah, they Beatrice, do. Beatrice, you're awesome. <laughs> High five. Can and we then high five each other in this game. It is pretty yeah, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, a very creative use of spells. And so what happens next is the guard, or sort of what, what maybe looks like a head guard here, or the lead guard has a bit more accoutrement on him. Sort of, uh, you see him signal. He sort of smirk and signal and look up. And you notice for the first time, because you guys didn't quite see them earlier, archers on every roof. Yikes. And they begin to take aim at the crowd, at all of you. And there's more than you can possibly. And there's just on every, it, it looks, you. It, there's too many to count. And they take aim and you all sort of grimace and take a moment. And in the distance, you hear an explosion. And the earth shakes. And this is not a, a time in this uh, world's history where explosives are a thing so you think you've experienced an earthquake and you look back and that huge castle down the road it is crumbling and you notice now you haven't noticed yet because of the bedlam around you smoke rising up from all over town and you hear screaming and you hear yelling and these soldiers just are just noticing it now too Beatrice, you look up at an archer who you can just tell their bow is pointed at you. And then you see them fall backwards with an arrow through their back. And people just start to run. The guards run. People run. A building collapses somewhere in the distance. And Dwayne, you hear a soft voice from behind you say, It's started. You don't know what exactly is going on. But you know that nothing is ever going to be the same ever again. And that is where we'll end. Oh, snap. It just started getting good. (laughs) Is there going to be a part two? How did you guys? Uh, how did you guys like your first experience? Uh, it was a lot different than I expected. Uh, I didn't think the storyline was going to be like that at all, um, and I actually liked it. It was cool to kind of be a part of that. 
I like the part where Chris killed a dude. <laughs> <laughs> you mean have on on accident? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was just gonna run away. Like you know, there weren't any soldiers behind him. He was gonna run away. The other guards were gonna see that, and they're gonna run away too. You, you honestly, crowd. dude, it was such a great use of a spell. I'll admit it. That was some DM bullshit on my part. Because I'm like, <laughs> I can't just let Chris leave. Like, like, this whole thing sort of depends on them staying in the square. It's like, you, oh, man. you outsmarted me, but luckily I am the god of this world. Ah. <laughs> I definitely feel like the whoever made Dark Age of Camelot played D and D. Yeah, I mean that's an actual that's an actual thing. There are articles written about this. How much, especially Western RPGs, uh, cribbed from uh, this game system? Because even that like six ability score thing. I mean, you see stuff similar to that in Fallout and Skyrim, you know, Elder Scrolls. Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely some creators like playing out their D&D fantasies by making these games. <laughs> so I obviously liked it because I played Dark Age of Camelot. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, Jason, I mean, I guess you can continue. I don't know how I feel about continuing to refer to you as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like in our <laughs> life. <laughs> but I don't feel Mr. like we really get an opportunity Mr. to dig into your Dwayne The Rock Johnson-ness. Yeah, I, I walked up to a dude and he died and then I saved, then I healed somebody. You know, but I, you know, the more I think about this, I, I think I'm being unfair. Like, you're presented with the opportunity to kill some things with a giant axe that you materialized on your back by asking me. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, you used your skills to heal your friends. I think that's the most Dwayne The Rock Johnson thing you could have done. Oh, like he told, that's exactly what Dwayne would have done. I think just further proof that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a, is a paladin. Yeah, I think he did prove. You're going to get a call from his agent. And... I know. <laughs> immediate immediate takedown notice. Just oh, like... I hope that Dwayne finds this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then asks to pl actually play. Yeah. 